Knowing that God owns my time schedule also prompts me to want to add his pattern of rest into my weekly plans. God offers us the gift of ceasing from our labors one day in seven to rest, renew, and most of all, pursue the delight of knowing him. That's, that's what his word says. By the way, our hyperactive, overloaded times we live in is really paradoxical. And a pastor in Seattle, no less, you know, that's where Amazon and Boeing and Microsoft and a lot of other things uh, have big outfits up there. But a pastor in Seattle of a megachurch 20 years ago in the 90s when all this was just starting, and he's a pastor of about 6,500 people on Sunday morning. His name was uh, Bob Moorhead. Uh, this is what he read in his church. And this has become so famous, this little poem, that it's been attributed to the Columbine martyrs, to the Dalai Lama. But actually, he actually read this in his church, if you go to their website, long before anybody else knew about it. But this is what he says. He says, we need to reflect on the pace of our lives as we come to worship God. Because the paradox of our time in history is that our lives are all becoming shallower and shallower. That's what this is about, that our time is out of control. Now, remember, anything that's under God's control is not out of control. So anything in our lives that's out of control, it means that we're controlling it, not God. And so if our finances are out of control, that means we're messing them up because God doesn't mess things up. And if our time is out of control, it means we're messing it up because God doesn't mess things up. Anything out of control isn't under God's control. And when our time gets out of control, we have shallower and shallower lives. This is what he wrote. The paradox of our time in history is we have taller buildings, shorter tempers. We spend more but have less. We buy more, we enjoy it less. We have bigger houses, but we have smaller families. We have more conveniences, we have less time. We have more degrees, but less sense. More experts, less solutions. More medicines, but less wellness. We laugh too little, drive too fast, get too angry all too quickly. We read too little of God's word. We watch television too much. We fast too rarely. We give too little, and we pray too seldom. We've multiplied our possessions, but reduced our values. We talk too much, love too seldom, and hate too often. We've learned how to make a living. We don't have a life. We've added years to life, but not any life to our years. We've been all the way to the moon and back, but we have trouble every time crossing the street to meet a new neighbor. We've conquered outer space, but not our own inner space. We've done larger things, but not better things. We've cleaned up the air, but we've polluted our souls. We write more and learn less. We plan more, accomplish less. We learned and learned to rush, but never to wait. We have higher incomes and lower morals. We've become long on quantity, short on quality. These are the times of fast foods and slow digestion, more leisure, less fun, more kinds of food, less nourishment. These are days of two incomes, but more divorce, fancier houses, but broken homes. It's a time when there's much to show in the window and nothing in the stockroom. That's what he said 20 years ago. I think it's only worse, but you know what it means? It's time to look again at what God says he wants to do with our time. 